Hello, my loves. It's your girl, Mother Myra, your whole best friend in your head. Welcome back to Mother's Playhouse. Man, how are you all doing? It's been a great week. I'm so excited to talk to you all today. You know, like most people, whether you're in the industry or not, dating is hard. Now we have to add on to the additional stress of dating inside a pandemic, you know, which is like unheard of in our lifetime anyway. So you also have to just get creative. And I know dating probably just seems almost impossible for some people. For me, my dating experience has been a a journey, an experience. (laughs) It's definitely something. (laughs) It's been something, but you know, however you want to call it, I've been dating and I've been dating while fat and black. So in this digital age, I really just feel like it's common for most people to be, you know, dating online um, or even starting initial conversations for courting online. And we know that has its own issues because we never really know truly who's behind that screen prior to knowing them. So that brings the whole issue of catfishing. You know, everybody is familiar with the term catfishing. It just means someone presenting to be something that they are not. And this is usually in the terms of online dating. With that being said, people catfish every day, be <laughs> especially people like me. It's really funny because I, you know, I was always internet dater. You grow up in the time and age where, you know, computers and social media start to absolutely flourish. And this, you know, brings about a whole new avenue for people to start interacting with each other. And, you know, really being able to get to know people that you a different time would not have access to. So with that being said, I've broken down like (laughs) three different tiers of catfishing. (laughs) You have your physical catfish, of course, self-explanatory, people not physically being as they appeared online. My dating experience has always been niggas. And today, nigga is going to be gender neutral and not race exclusive. Nigga is just, nigga is going to be used a lot today. <laughs> Niggas always love posting their three-year-old college fucking football pictures on dating app. And they're like three to five-year-old pictures. And then you pull up one dude and it's like, you have titties now, sir. You have a pot belly. How many bottles do you drink every time you drink? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then why are you still posting these old ass pictures when you know you have some recent ones? It's really, I just always felt like people wanted to get with me after they had already seen their glory days. No, I want to see you when you was in the gym. (laughs) Like when I get on dating apps and shit, like I try to make sure that I have recent pictures or at least majority recent pictures, even if I do have to slide in like a few month old pictures, but at the oldest, it's going to be a few months old not literally years of change bodily change like I feel like you have to give people give them what they're getting because honestly I wouldn't want to be in the position where I feel embarrassed to actually reveal myself and who I am and then it's just going to be embarrassing because I don't play this game like we're grown I just always thought that that was fucking weird like you're a grown human being why are we playing pretend how old are we like especially if you're on a dating app if you're on a dating app disguising your face and your body and shit what what is the point because like 
like people literally get to choose if they are attracted to you or not. So if you were to post your pictures with all of your imperfections and bulges and everything else, wouldn't it make sense? Because whoever is selecting you is accepting of what they are seeing. They are attracted to it. So I don't I don't really understand. I mean, I get it. Some people don't have the luxury of just normally being able to be, I guess, chosen. And I can I can really I really do relate as a plus size woman. You're never the first choice unless you know you're being fetishized. And that's a tough thing to deal with and then you see a lot of plus size women going the catfish route because they feel like if they were their, their true selves online you wouldn't get no play basically like you know nobody really is checking for you but I beg to differ I beg to differ I just feel like as long as you're yourself you're authentic so somebody's going to notice you somebody's going to love you somebody's going to accept you for who you are physical catfishing is just so silly to me because I'm just like you know and nigga, you know what it was when I walked through the door I can't hide my fupa I can't hide my chunky ass thighs. I can't hide these big ass titties. Like, what you see is what you get, period. <laughs> That's all I got for you. And then personality catfish. This is my second tier. A personality catfish is a little tricky just because it's not so obvious. And what I mean by a personality catfish is people that appear to be interesting online, you know, they can text all day and hold a text conversation. But when you're in person or after they get the buns, it's like cricket. It's like, you don't, we don't have anything in common now. We don't know what to talk about. It's always like, Okay, hey, what you doing? How you doing? What you doing today? How's your day going? How's work? What you doing? How you doing? What you doing? Like, <laughs> you know, we don't have anything beyond small talk things. And it's just like, after a while, people really start to show their true colors. Like, honestly, if a guy's only intention was to get your ass, you can really tell. Because after he gets it, conversation gets shorter. Or even still, while they're trying to pursue you to fuck, niggas just be dumb. Like, all they want to talk about is sex. Once we were on the app at one point, you were cute, funny, witty, blah, blah, blah. You get my phone number. Now you ask for news and all this extra shit. And it's like, ew. Like, personality catfish are really funny because... Honestly, the way I see it, you're going to be hella boring or hella fucking weird or crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people are really good about hiding themselves until they get you in a position where you are not able to (laughs) get away from them, leave them alone. I feel like the personality catfish is definitely someone that puts on a facade um, to be, to appear that they are a suitable partner. And they're just not that. They're not actually, like, run in the opposite direction direction um and I just don't see the point of that like let's not be crazy I just feel like if everybody were normal human beings this wouldn't be a real you know a real thing I feel like we're just stuck in a day and age where everybody really is pressured to be something that they're not pressured to conform to this like cookie cutter like if you want this result you have to look and act this way and it's just weird like people don't have their own quirks and personalities anymore it's like I want somebody smart (laughs) I want somebody that can teach me something and now it's like nobody can teach you something because nobody is patient enough to really learn that's the word you know and that that's where dating gets a little difficult for me because it's like I'm not dating for show 
I guess. In a nutshell, we're not just dating for a show. I'm not interested in the Instagram pictures. I'm not interested in, you know, the material that everybody else wants to show other people that, hey, I'm in a relationship. This is what I gain. Like, no, that's not what my relationship would want to be. But our society now is just like, this is how your relationship should be. Your man should be balling out on you, cheating on you. And you have to accept that. And ladies, you should just want this man for money and accept that he cheats and go get your ass done. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, where, where's the love, the int- intimacy? Where's the actual relationship part of being in a relationship? That's all I want to know. Like, it seems like the only relationship that people are having now are transactional. That's no good. And I really feel like we strayed away <laughs> from the real emotional and loving side of love. That's, that's all I got for y'all. <laughs> Some tips that I do have for online dating, if that's like what you do, you know, don't be afraid to hop on a video call early in the talking stage. Like, okay, we got to show this number. Let's FaceTime on some friendly shit. And with the video call shit, don't be afraid to show your cards. Like, I feel like you make people comfortable enough and, you know, you allow them to see like, hey, this is who I am. Now you can show me who you are. Now we're being open with each other. This is the foundation of our relationship. You start that off early, then it's not weird for him to see without your wig. It's not weird for him to see you without makeup. Shit, the first time he actually sees you, maybe you should not wear makeup or shit like that. Like, um, I just feel like people are so scared now to be vulnerable because we've also made a culture of exploitation (laughs) and really kicking people when they're down and then you know trying to make them feel like less than for what at the end of the day like we're all imperfect so what's the point of trying to pretend because that's that's work who wants to work more (laughs) nobody nobody wants to work more especially not to just like have a relationship or anything like that like i just feel like relationships should be more fun um not work i hate hearing like guys like oh my girl get on my nerves like she's so fucking annoying like and bitches be like oh my man ain't shit he ew ew why do you want first of all how does it make you look that you're willing to settle for a partner that you negatively associate with like that that doesn't hello we don't like our partners (laughs) make it make sense somebody because like what are we really here for and i feel like i don't have enough energy to pretend that i like somebody and also pretend to be someone else like that's a whole nother job and y'all really got one over me because i can't like you really got to think if you one don't even like your partner like y'all don't have nothing in common but the nigga is paying for everything so you got to deal with him okay whatever or you're not even you don't like to dress up every day you don't want to wear your wig every day where first of all let's backtrack wearing a wig is like wearing a bra for your head who the fuck wants to be in a wig 24 7 no one it's not comfortable it's not cozy you want your scalp to breathe sometimes you want to not have to worry about your lace lifting who wants to be a whole nother person all the time so imagine you having to be this whole other person beat your face put your fucking girdle on and (laughs) just sucking your fat put these lashes on lay your lace for your wig all this extra shit y'all see the youtube tutorials it's a lot so imagine having to do all of that to impress a guy that you already don't even have a real relationship with it's madness out here it's absolutely insane and it's like for what what is the end goal the end goal is going to ultimately be you being in a toxic relationship because the foundation of the relationship was already shitty 
So the end goal is, I don't even know. I'm just like, is the end goal to really build and grow with each other and learn people and get to know them and love people? Or is it just to put on a show for other people? Like, I don't really get um, the dating for other people. People are like, I'm dating for marriage. No, it looks like you're dating to put on a show for other people. (laughs) You're dating for Twitter. You're dating for Insta. Like, what? So, yeah, I just feel like video calls early on in the relationship are really crucial because that really gives you a sense of who someone is. You know, you get to know their personalities. Shit, you even get to know their living situations. If a nigga got too many people in the background, guess what? (laughs) It's gonna be a little hard for you to get some D. (laughs) You can you can really assess the situation that you're in, like for real. You can't hide too much. And like now, FaceTime, you can like leave the video in the corner while you're on other apps and shit, so you can just see them all the time. <laughs> um, another tip is to always express to the person that you value characteristics like honesty and openness. Let people know that you don't have to be a certain way with me. You ain't got a lot to kick it, my nigga. You know, you don't have to be this perfect person. You know, I love the quote that. I don't want you perfect. I just want you solid. And that's the truth for me and mine. Like, I don't, it's not rational or reasonable or even fair to expect someone to be perfect, especially when you yourself are not able to maintain that standard. Nobody is. So why would it be okay for you to expect that of someone else? I just feel like people should definitely be more realistic with their standards for other people and themselves. It's like, you know, if you're a guy and, you know, a lot of guys like to say, you know, we have those gold digging women, but it's just like, if you're a guy and, you know, you can't maintain that, why would you introduce a girl to that? You know, or why would you pursue a woman that requires that? You don't go to the fucking liquor store and knowing that you got E&J money looking to buy a goddamn bottle of say You don't do that. Play your tax bracket, my nigga. Like, it's not that bad. It's not bad at all. Because there are women that you can afford that'll probably be a hundred times better for you than a bitch that you, you can't afford. And it's going to exhaust you because, one, your true intentions were only to be with that person because they are physically attractive, you know, and appealing to the eye. You don't even know this person. So, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, expressing... <sighs> Communication in general is just the number one key involving anything where you have to interact with other people. If another person is involved, communication is key. Open communication is key. Clear and concise communication is key. I can talk to you all day, but if you don't understand what I'm saying, what is the point of us talking? I can talk to you all day, but if your intentions aren't clear, then what is the point of you saying anything to me at all? You're just blowing smoke out your, like, out your fucking breath. Like, you're wasting your breath and wasting my time. So, me, say what you mean and mean what you say with people. And that's just the ultimate thing communication is <laughs> women often think that guys are you know mind readers bitch talk you got a problem talk talk and don't yell too like that's the thing it's not really what you say it's really how you say it you know if there really is a problem if you didn't like the way a guy did something you have to correct nigga <laughs> you have to correct them because i feel like guys are like puppies sometimes you, you know I feel like they're in, they mean well, but they're just stupid. So <laughs> you just gotta tell them right from wrong sometimes. With that being said, like if there is an issue, let the issue be known. Allow give someone the chance to correct their mistake. Now, if that mistake is not corrected, they don't apologize. If there's no change, then that's when you really gotta look at people different. It's like, all right, well, I literally gave you this setup to do right by me, and it's like now you playing in my face. Like what the fuck, like. <laughs> 
But definitely communication and just, you know, giving people the chance to understand issues. I, I think that's the best way to go about shit. Don't be afraid. Like, this is a great point. Don't be afraid to, you know, get the difficult conversations out of the way early. And difficult conversations meaning anything, you know, what you like or dislike sexually. Hey, you gonna see me without my wig sometimes? Or, yo, I, you know, I don't have my lashes on today. Or it's, you know, just don't be afraid <laughs> to talk. And I just feel like too often we are getting stuck in the limbo of these unfortunate situationships, trying to determine whether or not you're in a relationship or not, and what rules you need to abide by. Like, with that conversation, you're able to really understand who you are to a person and where you all stand. Communication is key in the in the sense that you everybody needs to be on the same page. I can only speak from my experience. Almost all of my adult relationships have been situationships just because guys don't like commitment. If you give them what they want off rip, there's no point in them needing to commit. I had an ex named Chocolate. We'll just call him Chocolate. Chocolate's fine as fuck. We dated while I was in college around my junior and senior year. Sophomore, junior, senior. So with that being said, Chocolate and I met off of Tinder. I was just trying to hit for all. I mean, I wasn't, of course, you don't go on Tinder looking for like actual relationships so I wasn't actually trying to like date him and be his girlfriend but definitely trying to hit we match on tinder start talking whatever and we were talking for maybe a a couple a few weeks maybe up to a month and finally you know texted each other and shit and I got his address at the time I was the only person in my friend group that lived locally at my school so I literally was like dad can I just borrow your car I just want to you know take me and my girls out to the city you gonna have some fun or whatever my dad's like all right well whatever so me and my bitches he was out <laughs> we was like yo we finna pull up to your house call your niggas we about to get lit you know I got me and my girls you got you and your dudes we about to get lit it's cool so it was it was cool so we all ride up there or whatever the first night that I met him fine as all but and I fucked him in his bedroom. Everybody else in the living room. I didn't give a fuck. I, <laughs> I did not care. <laughs> but from that night, though, it was just like, you know, we kept, we maintained, we stayed in contact. And then he started picking me up. I started going to his house like every other day now. And it's just like, we're seeing each other. We're spending so much time laughing and kicking all the time. That's when we started developing our relationship. It's just like we spent so much time together. You really get to know someone. When you spend that time with them, I was attached. I was emotionally attached. So I started catching feels fun. Of course. Um. So at this point, we're dealing with each other for about a year now. But this nigga is never like, yo, be my girlfriend. Like, you're my woman. Like, nothing. Like, I never got an actual explicit, you're my girl type of thing. Like, I kind of just pinned my title on myself because I was like, damn. I'm with this nigga like every other day. It be crazy for you not to think that he won't my man because what i was a bitch wait so um i was doing all kinds of shit for this man <laughs> okay to be fair he was spoiling me um he helped me buy my first car you know we going out to eat he's taking me shopping we're going to shift to new york shit like that it was really nice it was fun time it was a fun time i was also very young and inexperienced when it came to actually interacting with men growing up my dating experiences were very limited like you know i did have high school boyfriends but i didn't really have a bunch of boyfriends like i had one or two growing up <laughs> so my my dating with men it was like more of trial and error you know as an adult rather than you know i already got this dating experience you know, being in high school and shit like that. Like, no, nah, it was never really that. So, um, I was emotionally dependent. I can say that now as in, you know, looking back, 
I really sought the validation and attention of my partner. Like, that was my thing. Like, I was really, like, the, am I annoying you, girlfriend? And, like, niggas be like, yes, bitch, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, oh, why? And it's like, you know, always up your ass. I always want to be with you. What are you doing? Nothing. Okay, I'm coming over. Like, no, go find your friends. Girl, go do something with yourself. So, and rather than, like, communicating that to me, like, hey, girl, like, maybe you should go find something to fill your time up with, not me. It was, you know, I'm playing mind games with you, telling you that I want you, but I don't, I'm treating you this way. And it's just, like, it was a whole lot of mind fuckery that I shouldn't have had time for, but the nigga was so fine, the nigga was so bomb, I didn't give a fuck. So, <laughs> I was dealing with it. As you get older, you really start to realize, you know, how people are treating you. Um, you start to lose that, you, you lose the love fog. When you, when you like people, you know, the red flags, the bad shit, you can kind of see past it because you, you have these heart shaped goggles on that somehow blind you to all the bullshit that they're feeding you. Um, so I'm doing this all the time for him. I'm doing whatever he asked me to basically. So I've met his baby mother, I've met his mother, his sister, his grandma, his two dogs, like I'm pleasant, his friends, everything. I'm around. People know me. So how do you tell me that I'm not your girlfriend? We've been talking and fucking for like two years. Like how am I not your girlfriend? You trust me with your child. How? 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 Sway how? So... (laughs) But I just feel like the amount of effort I put into that specific situationship, um, you know, it kind of molded me to understand, like, these are the things I do for people that will reciprocate the efforts and love that I'm giving them. This is not just what you do off, off the strength of you like someone or someone just likes you. You know, you really need to get to know people, their ins and outs, their good and bad traits prior to, you know, committing to your, I feel like your time is more important than money, to be honest. I don't give a fuck about paying for a date or, you know, spoiling a nigga or anything like that. I don't really care. But it's just like, once I've invested time, I can't get that shit back. I could press you. I could sue you for some money. I could press you all day for a cash app or whatever the fuck. But I can't do nothing with the time I've exhausted with you. The efforts I've exhausted with you. Um, the memories and the feelings that I've had, you know, while I was dealing with you, I can't get that shit back. So why make it a less desirable interaction or experience for the both of us? Well, we could just be, you know, keep it a foul and we can go about if something was right or wrong. But I feel like I was treated that way, one, because I tolerated that treatment and I allowed myself to be that treated that way. But also, um, I really that's really all I can give you. Like, you can only take accountability for yourself. And I know that I was treated that way because I didn't know myself at that time. I really, like I said, I thought the validation, you know, affection of my partner, like that's that's how I felt important. Um, instead of knowing that, hey, bitch, you're actually pretty bad by your goddamn self. You know, I didn't have that, oh, you just put yourself through college, talk with myself and like, you know, you need to recognize who the fuck you are. I didn't have that talk to myself back then. So what I was dealing with and what I was accepting, I felt like I deserved almost like I felt like that was the best that I could get. Hey, this man is fine as hell. He's fine as hell and I'm fat as shit. You know, he's fine as hell. I'm fat and I'm younger and I don't have a real, real job yet. And I'm, you know, still in school and he has his own shit and I don't have a car yet. You know, I just felt like I was less than him. So that's what I had to accept from him. And that was not never the case. You know, we still fucked around and everything. But as I got older, 
he would see the transition of who I am. Like, I would say something to me like, who are you talking to? Like, you know, like, what the fuck is this? And yeah, like, you can't treat me like that no more. You can't talk to me like that no more. Whatever you're trying to get over on me, I don't give a fuck. Like, you can get the fuck on. You can get out of my apartment now. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I have these things that I've learned I value for myself. Like, that's the value I place for myself. So, you know, chocolate in his situationship. I feel like it was a learning experience. Um, I can't even say that I regret that because I, I don't regret anything in my life. But that was definitely like something that maybe I wouldn't, I would most definitely do something different if I ever had the chance to go back and do it. But the way that I did it was the way that I needed to do it to learn how to be the bad bitch that I am now. Shit. Whoever got me now, the baby that got me now got a good version of me because honestly, like I really took that, you know, tried to mold myself to be better because I don't want to go through that again. I'm not acting like a goddamn housewife. You treat me like a goddamn $2 bitch. You got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. (laughs) With that being said, you know, I I didn't have the self-confidence to really, you know, do better, basically. And so being fat and black, self-confidence is just something that I feel like we all have to, we've all struggled with being plus size self-confidence is something that we really have to build and maintain ourselves. I don't feel like I deal with that currently. Um, I know who I am and I know what I look like. I know that I love myself. You know, I'm not unsure about that at all. (laughs) There's really nothing bad you could say about me, about myself that I will actually believe. So I'm kind of beyond that now. That was definitely little girl shit that I had to deal with. But in my journey of self-discovery and becoming myself, definitely something I had to work on. Lupe met me when I was at a low point in my life. Um, I had just recently lost my job with the federal government. I was fired. <laughs> um, and then a week after that, literally a week after that, I flipped my car that I was using to do, you know, Lyft and Uber to supplement my income while I was in between job jobs. So um, I was down bad. All the bitch had was her apartment and a, a sliver of dignity. <laughs> so... I was really not looking to date. I was not trying to. I was trying to get myself together and just lay low. Because what what good am I to anybody right now? I'm, let's be real. I'm not. I can't even pull up on you if I wanted to. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just stuck. So I was not looking to date at that time. Um, I was just really minding my business. So he actually had a food truck. And I was like, you know, go order the food or whatever. And I'm just minding my business, order my food. And he flirted with me and got my Instagram. So basically, I went home and he ended up DMing me on Instagram. Um, and he was like, you know, we should smoke together. And I'm like, eh, we could. I was giving this nigga the runaround. I was like, yeah, we could. And then just like, you know, I'm like, oh, not tonight. <laughs> like, I don't really want to see you. So then he was finding like, you know what? I need to take you out. He was like, you know, let's plan a day. I'll come pick you up. We'll smoke. We'll go have fun. And then I'll bring you back. It's cool. So I'm like, yeah, you came at me correct. I was like, okay, cool. He picks me up. We go to the city. Get boba tea. Um, we smoking a blunt in his car, and he drives me into Dave and Buster's, and it, we had an amazing time. It was great. Thing like I had my own apartment, no car, and a shitty job. He had his own business, his own car, but lived with, with his parents. Um, so it was cool. We made it work. I was like, all right, whatever. So you know, we would go on these dates. We've gone to events together. It was really cute. Um, and I was like, all right, he would make comments to me. Like he would tell me I'm beautiful and like make me feel good sometimes. But then he would make comments to me like I would be even more beautiful if I lost weight. 
And it got to the point where he was like, well, I'll buy you the workout bra and I'll pay for your gym membership or, you know, I'll buy you the sneakers that you need or the, you know, the apparel that you need to get started with that. Like it was, I don't know. I don't know if I'm trying to like make excuses for him or not, but it was just the fact that you knew what the fuck I looked like when you approached me. Cause that's how, that's how we started to know each other. So for you to badger me about my weight is kind of really ridiculous. Like, okay. So it it was like, all right, babe. Like, yeah, it was kind of cute in a way. It wasn't like, I was just like, I've never, I've really never been in a situation where a guy had addressed my weight before previously discussed on the tits like mine episode. Like I was never really bullied for my weight. It was all always about my tits. So, I mean, I know I'm bigger, but it's just like, I, I don't really know. I, I, when it came to men, I've never, um, they never really said anything. Uh, guys that approach me typically like big women. So, I don't know. Um, so he would say shit like that. I'm just like, all right, well, maybe I'll get in the fucking gym. Got in the gym for him. Whatever. I'm just getting really annoyed with this guy at this point. Like, nobody asked you to be here, bro. You're disrupting me and my peace. So <laughs> he's like, he wants to go to the beach one weekend. I'm like, okay, cool. And he has a, a sister. And he was like, him and his sister were, um, and her his sister's friend were going to, you know, we're all going to the beach. I was like, cool. So they pick me up or whatever, and I'm in a car full of Asians, and it's just my black ass. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, and so we all go to the beach. It was cool. And we have to come back because um, we had to, like, park his food truck or something, you know. And so we had to stop by his house. This man tells me, and I wish I could make this shit up, but he tells me to bend over in his back seat like lean over so that they can't see me because they will ask who the fuck is that fat black bitch in the back seat of his car that was like the that was like it that was the end of it I was just like I can't do this like he was really like you know he did end up like you know telling me like we just can't see each other anymore because it it really wasn't going to go anywhere but the thing that really pissed me off was that you know you came to me and pursued me only to say that I'm not suitable for you when the shit that I'm not suitable suitable for you for was apparent before you even approached me. I was black when you approached me. I was fat when you approached me. And I was working at the place that I was working at when you approached me. You was outside of my fucking job. So just trying to understand what the issue was and why would you, you know, put me through all of that just to be like, oh, fuck it. Never mind. Like, that was stupid. Because I could have just been working on myself and getting myself together without you, you know, making me feel some type of way while I'm going through what I'm going through. It's common that men will fetishize black women on the timeline and the DMs and shit like that always. But, you know, when it comes to loving you, your size, and who you really are out loud, just explicitly, and when you really want a relationship with someone, it's always crickets. It's always, you know, uh, I like the way we are right now type of thing. Or it's always like, I feel like guys feel like, what's the next best thing from us when it comes to being a plus size black woman? It's like, all right, you're amazing. You're great. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You know, you're smart, educated. You got your own money. You fuck good. You suck good. Like you are the whole package. But guess what? There's just one up. Like I can do just one up a little bit better than you. And that's why I feel like I can't give you all of me just yet because I know that there's someone or something that's going to come along to take my attention away from you. And I feel like that's it's so it's so hard because it's hurtful that that's the reality. You know, people are like, 
no, don't say that. <laughs> it hurts that, that it's hurtful that that's the reality, but that's really what it is. Like, you know, that's what we have to deal with. So, and that even takes me back to the time where, um, you know, I sure he's been talking about like his herpes scare. Um, he allegedly had herpes. Um, and the girl ha- that came out saying that sh- he had gave her herpes, everybody was like, no, it couldn't be that bitch. She's dark skin. She's fat, blah, blah, blah. Usher wouldn't even fuck her. And y'all are trying to invalidate this woman just because of her physical appearance. When we all fucking know that niggas would fuck literally anything with a hole. So I'm really trying to understand really where, how do we, you know, assess a woman's value based off of a man's interactions with her or experiences with her. Like, I don't understand that shit. But that that really is the, you know, the sad reality of being fat when you date. It's just like, you know, that, um, not that you know, but it's like, there's always that risk of, being in that situation where it's like you you will you know open up to a guy um do things for a guy and then it's like what are we we friends <laughs> what because if I was smaller with a fat ass and some perky titties I wouldn't be able to leave the house because you you know you want to lock me down so it's just like I feel like um people do get the idea that plus size women are dispensable we're disposable easy desperate not the case and then when you get rejected by us you lash out on us because you feel like we were less than in the first place. So how dare we? But honestly, like the audacity of thou. <laughs> okay. Just tips in general that I have for anyone dating. Just have the confidence in yourself. Know thyself. That if I, I'll probably get that tatted one day, but that is the best thing to me. Know thyself. Know who you are, what you bring to a table, um, and your worth. Know your worth. And if you don't know your worth, take time to learn yourself. Um, I'm truly against people, like, the idea that people are like, don't go looking for love. Like, we were not meant to be alone all our lives. So, I like, if you want something, go get it. Definitely. Go find the man or woman that you love. Or, you know, if there is no gender, go find the person that you love. But at the same time, love yourself, know yourself, take time to learn yourself. You don't have to be alone to learn yourself, but take time to actually learn and attentively cultivate yourself. Oftentimes, I feel like we definitely look for other people to fill voids in our lives, you know, to fix what's broken. And that's not what people are there for. We have to do the work for ourselves. We have to have accountability and just mold yourself to be a good person to another person when you're dating them, we can't control the actions of other people. We can always control ourselves. That's why I say, learn yourself, you know, have confidence in yourself and know yourself. And demand more from the people that you are dealing with. Don't settle. If this shit don't work the way that you want it to be, or if this shit is not the way that you want it to be, this is yours. Your relationship is your relationship. You make the rules. If it's not how you see yourself moving forward in life, discuss that with your partner. If you need to make changes, make those. If y'all need to set boundaries and rules, do that. But your relationship is your relationship. And your experience, your dating experience is your dating experience. If you want to fuck on the first night with every fucking person you ever meet, that's your business if you're safe and you're happy doing it. I don't see the problem. But I feel like don't let other people's experiences and, you know, just societal norms influence and define your relationship. That's fucking weird. We all don't even wear the same size shoes. So how are we all going to have the same relationship? That don't even make sense. And lastly, don't give anyone your power. Like I said, I hate hearing about girls that have slashed tires, broken windows, you know, set shit on fire, done all this crazy ass fuck shit. 
because a nigga has fucked them over. When I tell you karma does my fucking dirty work, the Lord will get people in ways that I will never even think or be able or capable of doing. So it's just like, if I put myself in a position to get played, (laughs) I have a talk with myself. I understand the terms and conditions of what the fuck I'm finna do. And we accept what consequences come from our actions. With that being said, no one has the power to make me get out of my normal character. When I was in college, you may have gotten emotional as crazy ass Myra. That's fine. But like now, what the fuck I look like? If you're not going to jail or getting fired, what the fuck I look like going beyond that? I can't do anything beyond that without sabotaging myself. What, what the fuck I look like sabotaging myself for you? That don't equate. So you go ahead and deal with your shit. I'm going to deal with mine. Break ties with the people that don't serve your life and what you're trying to do. Oftentimes, you know, the cliche is, you know, just the best person to date is yourself. Be unapologetically by yourself and awaken your thought period. Like I said, if how you want to date is fucking every man or woman or thing that you, not thing, we're not out here fucking things. But if that's how you want to date and you want to sexually explore the first interaction you meet someone, that's your business. As long as you are safe and happy. I am pro-sex. Learn the shit that you like. Because when you get your real partner, you you have to have shit in common sexually as well. That's important too. So knowing your kinks, your fetishes, what turns you on, what does not, you know, that also helps you navigate the dating world. So you don't you have less of a disappointing experience. If if the guy is lacking or the girl is lacking in one place, you know what else you like. And so you can try to compensate a different way. That means that you're able to be flexible and still, you know, not make sex the basis of your relationship. Because it's always going to be that actual friendship and intimacy that should be the foundation. So, you know, if you're able to navigate sex and just be flexible with sex, I feel like you would have a more, I feel like you would have a better time dating in general. As long as you're able to adapt. Being open-minded is extremely important. Honestly, my man now was not my type, but he's mine. And I love him. Like, and he fulfills, checks every box that I want, but he's not my physical type. So I feel like... You are able to be open-minded and accepting at receiving something new. The possibilities are endless. I know we often say like our dating pool is really shitty, but is it really shitty if you are only, you got your filter settings on a certain thing? There's <laughs> so many other options. <laughs> Take that time to explore. Explore things like Tinder and just having casual sex so you can gain your confidence. Like I said, in knowing what you want. And do whatever you need to do to get yourself feeling like the bad hot bitch that you are so that when a relationship is in front of you and you know you're ready to pursue that and dive into that world um you know exactly it is what you need to impart and what you offer to others and I feel like that's the most important thing we just have to know to um take the time to cultivate ourselves so that we are not shitty partners for other people and if we all do that we all get better partners and the dating pool gets a lot better so uh, you know we just take the time to, you know, actually have intentional dating and intentional relationships. Um, life would be a lot smoother. My mother's moment for this episode is, you know, if I could give my younger self any advice about, you know, entering the dating world, I just need to know my worth. Um, I needed to give credit where credit is due. I've always been excellent. You know, I've always strived to do better and achieve more. 
So whenever I dated someone, it was never that I was, you know, something that they needed to be embarrassed of or ashamed of or anything like that. However, I did place that value on myself because I was fat. I always felt like I was, you know, too much for someone. And I just feel like if I had to give myself any kind of advice, it's just never to shrink myself. I don't have to shrink myself. Um, I don't have to play dumb for these niggas. I don't have to starve myself for these niggas. I don't have to, you know, belittle myself for these niggas. I don't need to shrink myself to find love. And I honestly feel like if I didn't shrink myself, um, I would probably have a lot more fulfilling relationship stories rather than my fucking horror stories that I have. But, you know, um, you live and you learn. And I'm happy where I am now and I'm happy with the woman I have become. And it just is what it is. You know, we all have to go through our own things. So, Thank you guys so much for coming to the Playhouse, chatting with your whole best friend in your head. Remember to be kind to yourself and others. Like, you know, just love, 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 love. Like, share love, give love, spread love. All right, my loves. I hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up some of the gems we dropped today. As always, you can follow all Playhouse updates on Instagram at Mother's Playhouse and on Twitter at Mother's Playhouse X. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram at xmothaxx. Can't wait to talk to you all soon in Mother's Playhouse. See ya.